0: What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of Grieffully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Guys, we are back in a building, rocking and rolling, episode 159, and we are keeping this train rolling. So I want to talk about creating new normals, and I also want to talk about how it's not obvious what a lot of people are, are going through as far as their pain. And just how important that is to understand. So the new normals, a couple weeks ago, August 19th, was my grandmother's birthday. And so happy birthday, Graham. Shout out to you. All that good stuff. Happy heavenly 85th birthday. And I planned ahead this year. And so to create a new normals was kind of cool, if that makes sense. So my nephew, he's 17. He wanted to hang out. And I was like, hey, you know what? Why don't we get together next Friday? It's grandmama's birthday. Well, he calls her my mom, my grandmama's birthday. So we can spend a day together and just kind of see how the day goes. So I was kind of excited that instead of waiting for the day to come and then just feeling sad and terribly devastated, I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. So I picked him up and I'm like, hey, you know, I haven't been to the cemetery in a while. How do you feel about that? Because, again, he's only 17 And I was like, would you want to go? Or he was like, yeah. I'm like, so do you think it'll make you happy? Or would it make you sad? And he said he thought it would make him happy. So I was like, all right, cool. So we went to one store looking for like flowers to put on her grave. And my dad told me this actually not to bring real flowers because for one, they just die. And two, the people come through and just kind of clean everything up every once in a while anyway. So we went looking, we didn't find anything at the one store, and we went to another place and I drive past frequently, and they have different things for, for grave sites. So he went, and he, as soon as he walked in, he gravitated towards one particular one, and he picked it out. And I was, like, kind of happy to see that, and not kind of I was, and I think a lot of it is because I don't know that we give our young people enough, I don't say credit, but just, like, that space to to kind of fill, and, and I never... Want to bring it up too much to him about the loss because I know I speak so openly about it He follows me on instagram. So he sees a lot of things that I post as well But I was just mindful of of i'm mindful in conversation With him not to bring it up a lot because I don't know how that impacts him But seeing him light up and just go right to the flowers in particular and I was like, oh you like that one He's like, yeah, I like that one a lot. So we got it went to the grave site and it felt good to to one not be alone, but for him and I to be there, we put the flowers down and then and then we were able to just like have a moment. We had our moment and we left that there. We didn't stay too long and I think that's another important part is that if it is difficult for you to to visit the final resting place as people may call it or just a place of a memorial of their life, the symbolism that this life once existed here on this side, then maybe break it up in increments. Maybe have someone go with you that could help it not be as hard. Or what I was what led me to start talking about this part of it is limiting the time. If you feel like like we were like, hey, all right, like we said a few things out loud. We're kind of getting a little choked up, like let's leave before the floodgates open and then this becomes what was starting out to be a decent day of coping and moving through and turns into devastation. So we did that, and I'm a big seafood person. I love seafood, so I was like, hey, you want to go get some seafood and do that? So we did. We linked up with my mom, and we were able to enjoy that as well. And I jokingly said my grandmother would never have celebrated her 85th birthday eating seafood. She didn't care for it. She used to say, like, oh, Nicole, you're going to turn into a crab, like small things like that. And so we were able to joke. We went had a good meal, and then we didn't get a cake. We actually got crimpets and we were able to put candles in the crimpins later on in the evening, and we sang "Happy Birthday" to her. And my grandmother was was a big lottery person, so we got scratch offs. None of us won, but it it drew us closer, and it was something that was a new normal. And it was like, okay, let's try to do this next year, maybe, and make it like a thing that we kind of do. And so I was I was really. I don't want to say happy because it's hard to say I was happy on a day that would have normally been celebrated had my grandmother been alive. Would have been a big deal. a 85th birthday, man, that would have been a bash, like a serious blowout. So I can't say happy, but I, I will say pleased and proud is probably a good choice of words to say that I was pleased with the ability to pivot and make a plan and I was proud that we did this and it wasn't just a day of sorrow and I like to challenge you you know if you listen to the show that I often like to give these certain challenges but think about it when's the last time that you tried to create a new normal around the loss of a loved one maybe this year as we start to get towards the fall and we're going towards holidays or whatever time it is that you listen to this, the next holiday that might be upon you, how can I go into this day differently? How can I maybe eliminate some sorrow and implement some more joy and just kind of try to do that? And like I said, use the buddy system. Don't just try to go at it yourself. But we can't keep hoping that things change and and hoping that they get better because I always say like time alone doesn't heal all wounds people who use their time to heal will heal and I also think that healing for you and healing for me and happiness for you and happiness for me are all different things and different ranges and different levels on this spectrum so that's up to you but I do believe that creativity could be one of the missing pieces to your healing journey stepping outside of the box, getting outside of your comfort zone. Maybe it's a trip that you always wanted to take and you haven't had a reason why you wanted to take it or a reason enough to go get your credit card out and swipe for that ticket. So maybe you say this year for my my dad's birthday, my grandmama's birthday, whatever it is, I'm going to go on a trip and I'm going to have as much fun as I can versus what I typically do is go in my room, shut the door, cry, be angry, be sad and All of that stuff. The other thing that I've I've leaned into doing to help me, and this could sound silly to those of you who aren't big on social media, but I am. I'm a social media presence. I would like to consider myself an influencer to an extent on there, a life impactor on there. So I'm on social media. It's what I do. It's a part of my everyday life. But lately, the last things that have been in regard to my family members who have passed away, I haven't posted about it until like the end of the day. And so, and the reason being is because once you do that, then essentially all day long, there's people commenting, you're looking at it, you're constantly, and I'm a rereader. So I, I reread things that I post all the time and that could be tough. So I just, I just leaned into the moment. I, I allowed the, the day to come to me. Now I captured some of the day, but I didn't post it. So like I video some of the different moments that we had and that has been working out for me pretty well. So being creative, being open to change and that flexibility is super important. And we might want to be stubborn because sometimes it's just hard because one, you may not have fully accepted the loss. And so that itself could be a challenge, but then just in general wanting to just continue to be how we normally are. It's going to bring us maybe the same result. And guess what? You might make an attempt at a trip and it could become a disaster. I'm not saying it's going to work, but what I'm saying is that it might be worth it for us to try And say, hey, this year is the -the out-of-the-box year. I want to find some more healing and and help myself get more towards that peaceful aspect of life and just surrounding this. And so that was a beautiful day. Using people, not using, but linking together with people who share a common loss also is what, what was there. So while he's only 17, it still was like good for each other. We both felt like that and we communicated that. And so it's like, well... Instead of feeling like they're going through this, I don't really want to burden them with talking about it. It's like, hey, how can we bind toge- bond together and get through this and navigate? So I hope that that helps somebody in some way move through this and navigate. And the other thing I wanted to talk about just briefly, and I know I've talked about this before, but I think I'm kind of just still upset and it's still new coping with the loss of my friend and just thinking about everything. It's that. Unless if, some, if two people and please understand, I have lost loved ones to cancer and I'm just using this as an example. If two people have the cancer diagnosis, one started treatment already. So perhaps they've lost their hair, let's just say, or maybe they're a little bit more thin or something along those lines. The other person also has a cancer diagnosis, but hasn't started treatment or maybe treatment isn't a part of their he- healing journey. You know, they're not going to go through radiation or chemo or anything. And if you see one person, you might feel like, oh, man, like to the person who doesn't have their hair or who looks a little bit more frail than maybe they they normally do for you. than the other person who is, you know, still going to work or doing certain things, but they both have cancer. So I'm saying this point to say just a a short little part I wanted to touch on it is that. Does one deserve more or, or less of our empathy and our understanding? No, in my opinion. No, they every it's it's a journey. They both have this diagnosis, but what we can see brings more empathy out, more understanding, like you're probably not going to curse that person out or cut them off. Or maybe you will if you're a savage. That's just something that you need to pray about. But for the most majority of us, we're not. And so I just wanted to leave that with you. To not treat people based on what you see, but treat people based on the fact that everyone is going through something. I cannot harp on this subject enough because I just see it where we do not treat each other with enough kindness. And if someone doesn't have a note on their head that tells you blatantly what is currently breaking their heart or what they're going through, we may not move differently. And so it's not that people who are who are going through these circumstances need these pity parties But I just think we have to be more gentle. That's a good word. I think if we can try to be a little more gentle with each other and look at it like souls and human beings that are navigating this experience and be more kind, even if you don't know what they're going through. It shouldn't be that it has to be like a cast on their arm or stitches on their head to be like, oh, wow, you must be in pain. What you cannot see. Is just as important. And those silent battles are definitely going on. So take that as you will. I hope it makes you get a little more kind after this episode. Go call somebody you just cursed out and be like, I ain't mean to curse you out because I didn't know what you was going through. I meant them curse words, but I'm a little bit sorry. <laughs> That's the start. Maybe we can try there. Listen, thank you for letting me drop this short but sweet episode with you. I always enjoy bearing my heart, my mind, my thoughts, and my experiences with you. You all, the Grieffully Podcast squad, you are amazing. I love you. Listen, if you're watching on YouTube, drop me a comment. Let me know your thoughts. If you're listening to the audio, a review would be nice. Let us know. Drop those stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. And if you want to see me on social media, being active, talking, dropping gems, healing conversations, You cannot do that if you're not following me on Instagram. So make sure you do that. Follow me there over at I underscore AM underscore Jane Nicole guys. So next time you already know, love and light. Peace.